For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Well, Thunder fans, um, this is Steve Dolan at Steve Thunderfan on Twitter. Remembering to introduce myself, which is which is a big step in the right direction for me. Unfortunately, the Thunder took a huge step in the wrong direction tonight. Um, look, I'm not gonna. We we usually hook up the TiVo and we go kind of step by step through the game. I did, I took notes throughout the game. I got a ton of them. You know, some some just real gold here um, that you'd really appreciate if we had won the game. Unfortunately, the Thunder lost, and uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The Thunder got their butts kicked. That's that's about the sum of it. That's about the uh, the only way to explain what happened tonight. It's not what I expected. Not what I expected to happen. After the Thunder shot 15.2% from three in game one, it seemed like, well, there's just no way that they could come out here and have the same type of performance from beyond the arc in game two and yet they managed to do only 17.9 percent from three so that uh would be now the second worst shooting performance of the year for the thunder following the first worst performance of the year in game one five for 28 from three you know chipping in 19 for 28 from the line for 67.9% and a cumulative 40.7% from the field. Just a terrible shooting night going 0 for 2 in Portland now. Um, just a just a real bummer. I, I fully expected to get game two. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know I was very confident throwing out stats and things. Did not work out. Um, I'm, I'm going to be positive, more positive here in a little bit in this podcast but for now we just need to talk about what went wrong so I don't know just kind of gonna go flow of consciousness here the first thing I can think of that went wrong is that the Thunder started off again going hard into Steven Adams in the post um, and then forgot about him he ended the game seven for eight from the field for 16 points nine rebounds and they just forgot about him for long stretches of the game. Um, they were able to force Ennis Cantor off the court in this one. He ended the game um, in foul trouble with only 20 minutes, which would have been a positive going into the game had the Thunder been able to get stops. Unfortunately, Portland shot 40% from three, 46.7% from the field. That's really the story of the game. Um, 40% from three for Portland, 17.9% from three for the Thunder. Stop me if that's getting repetitive, because that's about all I can think about right now. 
uh, the Thunder were making a concerted effort at the beginning of the game to pack the paint on the boards, to not allow Ennis Cantor to abuse them on the boards like last game, and it worked um, to their credit. That was successful. I thought they really played really good defense pretty much overall except for in the third quarter. And that brings me to the second major point, I think, of this game, which is the Thunder cannot continue to allow one breakout quarter for the Blazers. They gave up 39 in the first quarter of game one. They gave up 37 in the third quarter of game two. And you're just not going to win games like that, especially especially if you're shooting the way the Thunder have shot so far in this series. Um, let's see. Third, third bad point. It seemed like the Thunder forgot how to dribble, which is not good. Dribbling is very important in the game of basketball. Um, they just kept bobbling it and bouncing it to the other team. Basically, um, unassisted, just losing control of the ball. That happened countless times in this game. Uh, uh, let's see, what else What else can I say that's bad? There's just so much, you know, just so much. The Thunder had a 10-point lead in the second quarter. Um, the Blazers closed the second quarter on an 18-8 run, including an at-the-buzzer C.J. McCollum three-pointer that tied the game at 54s that just really felt like a huge momentum swing. The Thunder were in control of the game, and then that little stretch totally wrested control back for the Clipper, or for, for the Clippers, the other team that made a comeback um, for the Blazers, and then the third quarter was just a continuation of that, honestly, winning that third quarter 37-21. to 21. That was really the game, that third quarter. Honestly... Look, so everybody on the Blazers was good. Damian Lillard, 29 points on 21 shots. CJ McCollum, 33 points on 22 shots. Uh, Mo Harkless, 14 points on 9 shots. Everybody was good. Seth Curry made three three-pointers, after which we got to look at his family each time. That was fun. Again, just never gets old. Did you know he's Steph Curry's brother? Did you guys know that? He is. Um, and then the fourth quarter, I wrote one note for the entire fourth quarter. And the note is, we just can't make a three. And it became really obvious because we were trying to make threes. We were, we were down by 16 for most of it, got it down to 14 several times. I don't think it ever got below 14. Uh, we had chances, lots of chances and just couldn't make a shot. The announcers were all over it. (laughs) Just... Every time we missed a three, just being like, and they just can't make a three, and and they, they weren't wrong. They they were right on top of the game. Um, barely out-rebounded the Blazers, so that's kind of a big area where we're going to have to do. We out-assisted them, which is kind of weird considering we couldn't make a shot. They made some tough shots. They made some easy shots. Um, they made all the shots they wanted to. So... I don't I don't know. I don't know how much more negative I can say about the game because look, we're going back to Oklahoma City and I'm going to spend the next few minutes kind of trying to put a positive spin on this game because I feel like there are positives to look to. Now, the first which I was riding hard again after game one is that the Thunder just can't shoot this badly again. And I do still believe that, um, even though it happened two times in a row, 
I still do believe that both of those were flukes. Both of those were outliers. Um, Paul George actually looked pretty good tonight. He was, he would hit a shot and he would kind of roll his shoulder, like being like, "Ah, my shoulder's okay. Like, look out for this shoulder." And in the first half, it really looked like that was going to be something. He did have 27 points on 11 for 20 from the field, only two for seven from three, so that could have been better. But I did not feel like he was hampered by that shoulder injury very much, if at all, uh, which is good to good to see after he came out yesterday, uh, the day before the game, and said that his shoulder's pain-free and that it is not an injury issue anymore. It really felt like that was true. Uh, unfortunately, Russell Westbrook was only 5 for 20 from the field for 14 points. He was a minus 27 on the game. He just couldn't make anything, man. He he was two for nine at the rim in the first half, which is not very good. Um, if he had been seven for nine at the rim, then he would have ended the game ten for twenty, and we'd all be very happy with him. But that's not what happened. Uh, other positives, I thought the Dennis Schroeder, Raymond Felton backcourt in the first half was really solid. They actually played really good defense. I thought Raymond Felton was actually really solid on defense throughout the game. Uh, And then in the second half, I don't know, just everything went wrong in the second half. So I basically only have positives to say about the first half. Nerland's Noel was also really good in the first half. Um, The Blazers got really good minutes from Myers Leonard in the second half. He made a three-pointer, which is dumb. Uh, he was a plus 17 on the game, but I thought he was really active and, and really had some really good plays when they felt like they couldn't go back to Cantor. And honestly, if he can provide the same kind of stuff that Cantor would be providing, I think that's going to be really huge for the Blazers. So, look, I don't, I don't really know. This is tough. I really don't know what else I can say about this game. Um, the Thunder needed this one. You look on the other side of the bracket, and you've got the Spurs winning game one against Denver and then almost winning game two if it wasn't for Jamal Murray going supernova in the fourth quarter to get Denver that win. The Nuggets could be looking at 0-2 going back to San Antonio. Still, they're looking at 1-1 going to San Antonio, which is what the, the Thunder were hoping for. But, man, I just can't. I can't get over how disappointing it will be if the Spurs manage to upset Denver and the Thunder would be staring at the potential of having home court advantage in round two against the Spurs, who we are not afraid of, and don't get out of this first round. So, looking ahead to the rest of this first round, the Thunder are going back to Oklahoma City. So, that is a plus, that you can you can hang your hat on home court advantage, but we have to hold it. Because we have to win both of those. If the if the Blazers steal one of these two games in OKC, then this series is over. I'll just say the, the series is over if we don't win both in Oklahoma City. So we have to get both of those. We have to bring it back to Portland for game five, tied 2-2, and try to steal that one too. Now, it's tough, right? This team is good. Portland's good, um, especially when... Dame and CJ are on fire like they have been through this series, uh, especially when the whole team is on fire like they have been in this series. I mean, look, Myers Leonard hit a three-pointer. Like, <laughs> that just kind of 
is the epitome of the, the perfect encapsulation of what's going on in this one. But the the Thunder still have to get the next two. They just have to. Um, and if they don't, it's over. So let's hope they shoot better, man. Let's hope that they don't forget about Steven Adams at the end of the game, at the end of each half, because they go to him at the beginning and they forget. Um, let's hope that Billy Donovan presses all the right buttons. I, I am. Uh, <laughs> there was an interesting moment on Twitter during that during that third quarter run by the Blazers where half of the fans were upset with Billy Donovan for not calling timeouts and the other half of the fans were upset with Billy Donovan for only having two timeouts left because he had called too many. So I guess you can't please everybody, Billy. But it brings to mind one other time where this kind of thing happened. And... I know that was a different team. I know we had Kevin Durant and Serge Ibaka and Ennis Cantor and no Paul George. Um, but if you'll think back to the 2016 season, which is the season that ended with the Thunder losing to the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, the Thunder were on the road against a historically good San Antonio Spurs team. And they got killed in game one, and they got killed in game two. And then in game three, back in Oklahoma City, Billy Donovan pressed all the bright buttons. And and in that series, the right buttons to press were playing uh, Ennis Cantor and Steven Adams together. That's just what they happened to be. And the Thunder rolled and won the next four. So it's not impossible. We've done it before. I think that's what we all just have to hope for is that Billy Donovan can go back to the film room. We've got two days off and we've got home court advantage in the next couple. So he has some time to tinker with some stuff and figure out the right things and hopefully find, I don't know, some magic potion to get the Thunder shooting better, which may not have anything to do with him, but may just be, may just be luck, may just be something that needs to happen. Um, but let's hope he can find something because the Thunder need it. Uh, a few other notes from this game. I'm a little bit worried about Russell Westbrook's left hand. He's had his uh, basically his left ring finger taped up for about a week now, I think. And he smacked it a couple times in this game and would just be shaking it and at times even holding it behind his back for multiple possessions at a time. And I think that kind of contributed to his inability to control the ball so let's hope that's okay because that's kind of a big deal if our point guard only has one good hand even if it is a shooting hand um there was a kind of funny moment where markeith morris and zach collins went <laughs> kind of chest to chest arguing with each other and i was just like zach collins please like go, go save yourself um Really something else that's going to be important for the Thunder is that just some of their role players step up, uh, whether that's Markeith Morris or Jeremy Grant, both of who have just not been good in this series. We've had almost no good minutes from our power forwards so far in this series. Uh, Or Terrence Ferguson, who it seems like has been constantly in foul trouble and has not been able to knock down shots to the point where at the end of this game, I felt like he was passing up open threes 
and trying to drive, which is not his game. And that didn't work out either. Dennis Schroeder, after shooting very poorly in the first game, went only two for five tonight. It's just, man, it's hard enough when Russell Westbrook's shooting five for 20. Like, you're probably not going to win a game when he does that. But he was was, um, eight for 17 in the first game. If we don't have one of these role players step up or two of these role players, like it just feels like all of Portland's role players are stepping up and and playing competent NBA minutes, and it feels like we have four good players right now. So they're just going to have to get better. Everybody's just going to have to get better. I don't know. It's just it's just really that simple. Um Man, I I skipped the TiVo. Um I'm <laughs> I think I'm going to skip player of the game, too, because I, I really don't know who deserves it. Paul George was pretty good, but he kind of disappeared in the second half. I think he had 16 at halftime. He only had 11 in the second half, and we needed way, way more from him. Adams is good, but he didn't get the ball. Westbrook was bad uh, pretty much overall. Ferguson was bad. Noel was fine. There's just nobody. Jeremy Grant, 1 for 7 from the field. 0 for 5 from 3. That brings him to 0 for 8 from 3 on the series. Uh, Brings Paul George to 7 for 22. Westbrook was 1 for 6 tonight. That makes him 1 for 10. Ferguson was 1 for 5. That makes him 2 for 7. He he might be second on the team behind Paul George in terms of percentages. Nobody's shooting well. Nobody's really playing well. But we got to get it together for game three. It's about that simple. So I I don't know about you, but I still believe that this team will play better in game three. I fully expect them to win game three at home. Um, Just out of urgency, if nothing else. Like, you got to win game three. And then game four is the real advantage. That's the game of the series. So, but I don't want to look past game three because it's do or die. It's do or die right now for the Thunder. Um, it's about that simple. So looking forward to that one. That game is going to be on Friday at 6.30 Central Time. Not quite as late as it has been out here for these Portland games, which have been nice for me out here in Seattle. That, that Those late games have been, has been nice for me. But I'm sure you guys can all look forward to that 6.30 game. Get to bed at a decent hour, hopefully after a Thunder victory. So thanks for listening. Um, if you're listening, you are a true Thunder fan. I hope that I've been able to bring a little bit of positivity to this outcome, even though I'm feeling pretty sad about it. I know all of you are too, but we're in this together, and let's hope that Thunder players are in it with us. So with that said, as always, Thunder up. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save 